Hi, this is Greg Rempe, host of the Barbecue Central Show, and you're listening to the Baseball and BBQ Podcast with your hosts, Jeff the Old Coot Cohen and Leonard Hollywood Aberman. of baseball and bbq on long island new york this is episode number 180 of baseball and bbq with a bbq stands for the barbecue central show with its host greg rempe more to come on that later i'm jeff the old coot cohen along with leonard hollywood aberman we welcome you back to our podcast leonard what the heck was that <laughs> i love the inquisitive look that you give me this is a very special episode this is an episode where we, we use our powers for good, not evil. We try to get uh, recognition for someone who should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. For those of you who aren't aware, there is a Barbecue Hall of Fame. Now, we once tried to do this same thing for Gil Hodges, and lo and behold, we did a show dedicated to getting him in the Hall of Fame. He got in the Hall of Fame. I don't know, Jeff. What do, you, what do you think? We had an influence? I, I think we had an influence, absolutely. But let's clarify, Gil Hodges went into the Baseball Hall of Fame, not the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Right. But we did have our influence, and we did use our powers for good. I, I wonder, though, if he, if he might have been a good barbecue cook. We have to ask Irene sometime. But anyway, we digress. Let's get right back to it. Greg Rempe is the host of the Barbecue Central Show. And Jeff, we say you can't spell barbecue you can't spell bbq without the bbq central show and you can't have a barbecue hall of fame without greg rempe greg rempe has been an extremely positive influence on our show and before we get to the, that let's let's get to something else quickly bet online remains your number one source for all your college baseball basketball betting this season get analysis of every play prop and point at bet online You'll find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Updated odds for everything from live games, the conference championships, right through to the Final Four and championship game. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Be sure to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus, betonline.ag, where the game starts. The Barbecue Central Show have been very important to our podcast, and we felt, among with many others, that he should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Hey, hey Len, what, what are the criteria of getting into the Barbecue Hall of Fame? So according to their website, it says each year, the Barbecue Hall of Fame at the American Royal honors three individuals who, by extraordinary achievement and service, have made outstanding and significant contributions to barbecue. 
Our mission is to identify and honor the evolving history and traditions of barbecue while we recognize, document, and preserve the heritage of barbecue in our world. Induction into the Barbecue Hall of Fame is barbecue's top honor and recognizes the substantial influence to the advancement of barbecue. So once again, we say you can't spell BBQ without the BBQ Central Show and Greg Rempe should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. And if you don't want to take our word for it, we're going to have 10 people. That's right. Count them 10 who all have been affected by Greg in one way or the other. We'll tell you who they are in a moment. But first, Jeff, one of the criteria to get into the Barbecue Hall of Fame uh-huh. is. Doesn't he have to be nominated? Exactly. Oh. And, and did we nominate him? We absolutely did. And you know it, you know, because you helped <laughs> me with that. So we did it together. And would you like me to read our nomination? Please do. Okay. Like so many other people, we were typical weekend and occasional weekday barbecue grillers with gas grills who had an interest in moving beyond purchasing smokers and delving deeper into the world of barbecue. We did as much research as we could. And one podcast, which we found to be extremely helpful, was the Barbecue Central Show. Rempe had a show which introduced us to so many of the best industry pitmasters, products, and anything else associated with live fire cooking. Fast forward a year to when Jeff and I started the Baseball and Barbecue Podcast, which is now in its sixth year and enjoying tremendous success. Success which would not be possible without Rempe's assistance. He is extremely helpful and wants us, as well as many other barbecue podcasts, to improve and succeed. And that means he's always willing to lend his support and advice. He is at the top of the barbecue food chain and is helping what could be construed as his competition. And yet, he does not seem to care. It is rare to find someone who is willing to share his time, expertise, and experience with so many other people to help them become great. The Barbecue Hall of Fame represents the best in barbecue, and that is exactly what Greg Rempe is. Through his weekly two-hour show and the support he provides others, he is helping to elevate barbecue to unbelievable levels. They ask the question, what has your nominee contributed back to the barbecue community? Greg Rempe started with an online barbecue forum and then created a podcast live weekly show dedicated to live fire cooking. Over the past 15, actually 17 years, it's very close. For all that time, he has been doing the show in some form and providing extremely informative content, which entertains and educates thousands of people who have an interest in barbecue. His dedication for all these years is very special. Very apropos. And Jeff, as I said, don't just take our word for it. Let's list the 10 people who are going to be strewn throughout this show who will give their testimonials as to why Greg Rempe should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. So, Jeff, we've got Malcolm Reed, Ben Arnott, Christy Vanover, Ryan Cooper, Sean Ludwig, Michael Savino, Rusty Monson, John Solberg, Meathead, and Doug Shining. Sounds like a formidable lineup of people. It absolutely does. So why don't we get started? You've heard our reasoning. 
and throughout the show, you'll hear a little bit more. But why don't we start with Malcolm Reed, Ben Arnott, and Christy Vanover. So we are with Malcolm Reed, who agrees with us that Greg Rempe should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. We would, we've would we asked Malcolm if he would give some thoughts on why he feels that Greg Rempe uh, is a Barbecue Hall of Fame candidate. Well, you know, guys, I've been doing this for, man, I don't, well over 15, 16 years. And I remember when I first got started, when you talked about barbecue media, Greg was the first person that I ever found. He's been doing the Barbecue Central show since probably since since I started cooking, before I had How to Barbecue Right, you know, early, early days. And he's always been a voice in, in our community that, that was honest, that gave a straight up opinion on stuff, whether you agree with him or not. He hasn't held back. And but I think he's been instrumental in in getting the word of, you know, barbecue, not just competition barbecue. I'm talking about barbecue for the everyday guy that's doing it in their backyard. He's had a part in it. I mean, from the guest he brings onto his show, from the commitment to do it live every single week. He takes time out of his week. And Greg works a real job. You know, he's just like everybody else. He's got a nine to five, but he puts the commitment, he puts the work into uh, producing uh, a, a, a podcast, a live show in our world of barbecue. And, and he's, you know, he's, he's touched so many people with it. And I think, you know, it just, for him, it, it makes total sense for me, for him. If there is a barbecue Hall of Fame, which there is, I think Greg definitely deserves a, a place in it because he's such a good guy and, and he loves, he loves barbecue, even though he's, you know, he's not a competitor. He'll tell you that. He just loves to talk about it, learn about it and help others, you know, get their voice out of whatever they're, they have going on in their lives in the world of barbecue. Greg's been instrumental. And and I think the barbecue competition is, you know, because of podcasts that focus on it. And I know you are a competitive barbecue cook, but for the most part, competitive barbecue cooking is just a small percentage of barbecuers all over, you know, the country and, and the world. He he appeals to the competitive cooks. He appeals to people buying products. He appeals to, you know, just the average backyard grillers. And he appeals to he, old coots like me. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, to me, he's like the news network for barbecue. You can count on Greg uh, when you when you listen to or watch or go back and listen to older episodes of his shows. He has them segmented up and broken up with so many different takes on different topics. He doesn't beat, uh, you know, he doesn't beat a dead horse. He's, he, he, you know, it's always fresh stuff. If there's breaking news, he's going to have it. He's going to have a scoop. I mean, he works with, you know, guys like Meathead, uh, Sam, the cooking guy, you know, I mean, he, he's, he's, he's still uh, top competitors. You know, he knows them all people when they win, when they win contests or win championships, they want to go on barbecue central and talk about it with Greg. And so he's, I think he just, I don't know what it is, how he got into it. I've never asked him his origin story. That would be pretty interesting. I'd love to see it. But, uh, but uh, you know, when I when I think of barbecue online, uh, whether it was going to blogs back in the day, watching videos on YouTube or on Facebook, I mean, I, I think of Greg Rempe because he was, you know, he's probably one of the first. Thank you very much, Malcolm. We couldn't agree with you more. Hopefully all these, you know, kind words will push him as, a, you know, into the Barbecue Hall of Fame. So thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. You're welcome, guys. Hey, if I had a vote, yeah, he would definitely Greg would definitely get my vote. 
Thank you. Us too. Thanks. Yep. So we have Ben Arnott with us from the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. And Ben feels the way we do that Greg Rempe of the Barbecue Central Show should be a barbecue hall of famer. And so we're just going to quickly get Ben's opinion, which I just told you, but his reasoning why he should be, he's just another voice in the fight to get Greg in the barbecue, the bar, I was going to say the barbecue central hall of fame, the barbecue <laughs> hall of fame. Ben, take it away. Oh, look, I tell you what, there's so many reasons why Greg should be, uh, should be in the barbecue hall of fame. I mean, when I think about the barbecue hall of fame, I think about who's made huge contributions to barbecue. And, uh, you know, I've, I've had Greg on the show here and, you know, he's, he's talked about, you know, how he used to run, um, one of the biggest, uh, forums. Do you remember internet forums? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, he, he started one of them. It'd be 25 years ago. He started that and he ran it and ran it and ran it sold it and then he started the podcast and the podcast has been going for it's got to be 15 years now something like that and so in terms of just the contribution to barbecue the man has made you know a massive massive contribution to barbecue and the thing about hosting a web uh sorry hosting a podcast things like that is that the show is not about the podcaster so my show is not about me your show is not about you it's about us sharing the stories of our guests. So in terms of servicing the barbecue community, Greg has interviewed countless thousands of different pitmasters and entrepreneurs and competitors and and helped them share their story and disseminate that information. So, you know, you've got your contribution to barbecue. There's that. You've got the assistance that he's given to people in the industry to help get their um, stories out there. So in terms of marketing and sort of, you know, the, not the floating of the industry, what is it? The, the rising tide lifts all, all ships, you know? And so he's, he's been a huge part of that, uh, in the States. And on a personal level, when I was first looking at getting into barbecue podcasting at the time, there was only two podcasts out. There was man meat barbecue and there was barbecue central. And, um, I remember reaching out to Greg and saying, Hey, I've been listening to your show. It's something I've been thinking about doing in Australia. These are my thoughts. What do you think? And I thought, and I remember sending him the message. I think it was in like Instagram messenger or something. And I remember sitting there thinking, oh, he, he's so busy. He, like I'm, I'm never going to hear back from this. And the next day I had like a detailed step-by-step, step, like, think about this, think about that, do this, get that. This is essential. This is not essential. Like that. He really broke it all down for me and gave me a huge head start into getting Smoking Hot Confessions off the ground. And, um, you know, s since then, I've been able to travel around America twice. I've been all around Australia uh, in the barbecue scene. And a lot of that comes down to that initial assistance and guidance from Greg. So, yeah, absolutely. I fully support your guys' push to uh, to have Greg Grempy inducted into the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Thank you very much, Ben. We appreciate it. Couldn't agree with you more. Hopefully, those words will hit someone who's voting right where it should, and it will help. So, Ben, thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. As we talk about Greg Rempe and our feeling why he should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame, we have with us another pitmaster, 
grilling extraordinaire. We have Christy Vanover from Girls Can Grill. Christy has some thoughts on why she feels Greg Rempe should be in the Hall of Fame. So Christy, take it away. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Yes, I I have to say when I started my grilling and barbecuing career, there was a lot of places I was looking for information and Greg provided it every week, you know, time after time, whether it was um, I could listen to it on the podcast or live on Facebook or live on YouTube, no matter where I needed it, he had the information there. And he always brought on guests that were so knowledgeable, so informative, and he still does to this day. And so he really, his show taught me so much about barbecue, really helped get me where I am today. And I've been blessed that he's had me on as a guest as well. Um, That's been quite an honor. So I think he's done a lot for barbecue just from right up there in Ohio. And I think that all that he's done for barbecue deserves to get him a seat in the barbecue hall of fame. Couldn't agree more with you. And also you have progressed from when you first started, just gotten so much better shows like Greg and, and I don't mean to put words in your mouth, but it shows like Greg that help with that. Right. I mean, that, that kind of influence. Yeah, absolutely. Because when I was starting out, I didn't really know where to get information. I didn't know the sources. You know, I knew some mm-hmm. of the key ones, but not only did I learn a lot listening to his show, but he introduced me to people who I could then turn around and follow. And whether they had YouTube channels or websites, or even if I saw him on the competition circuit, I just became familiar with this bigger mass group of barbecue enthusiasts. Um, so he's really helped build this whole community. Um, and it's really helped get me to where I am today. We thank you, I'm sure. Greg will appreciate it. And uh, maybe in his acceptance speech, when he gets in the Barbecue Hall of Fame, he will thank you. (laughs) That would be great. (laughs) Thank you, Christy. (laughs) Thank you very much, Christy. Thanks. Thank you very much, Malcolm, Ben, and Christy. Yep. Thank you very much. And now, just so everybody knows, go to baseballbbq.com for their grilling tools and accessories. They're phenomenal. BaseballBBQ.com. And now, Jeff. It's time for the Barbecue Quote of the Week. Live fire cooking and barbecue have been so intimately linked with human evolution and history and politics. Everything we do, barbecue informs it in some way. That was Stephen Reichland a barbecue hall of famer. And I'm sure he would probably also feel that Greg should be in the barbecue hall of fame. Let me uh, just give out some, some business, some information. So if anybody wants to reach us. Absolutely. Our phone number is 516-855-8214. Our email, baseballandbbq at gmail.com. Leave a comment on our Facebook page. Leave a comment on our Twitter at baseballandbbq. Instagram, baseball and barbecue, where barbecue is all spelled out. Website is www.baseballandbbq.weebly.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Tell them all. So, Jeff, we also had two people who have taken barbecue on their backs and they are moving it along. They know so much about barbecue. They are Ryan Cooper and Sean Ludwig from the Smoke Sheet. So, continuing. Our quest, I'll call it a quest, to get Greg Rempe into the Barbecue Hall of Fame where he belongs. There's two people with us that as soon as we mentioned to them what we were trying to do, 
they were on board faster than you could say Greg Rempe in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. They were adamant that he should go in. So I want to introduce Ryan Cooper and Sean Ludwig. They are, to me, as far as barbecue, they have become just huge players in in barbecue. Their knowledge is incredible. So, guys, if there's anyone who would know about Greg Rempe, why he should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame, it's you guys. So, Sean, let's start with you. Please give give your reasoning. All right. So I went to journalism school and University of Missouri. Uh, go Tigers. And when you cut your teeth in the journalism world and you go out there and try to be a journalist and try to do the things, you recognize somebody who wants to interview people with an edge, interview people with purpose, and interview people without necessarily like being afraid, you know, like being like, I'm willing to like step in it. I'm willing to like ask whatever's on my mind. I'm willing to, to dig in. And Greg Rempe is somebody who in the barbecue world is one of the few who will just, he'll say whatever's on his mind. He's not afraid of anything. Like I, I feel like genuinely, like very few people are willing to like take their shot. And he's like, I'm going to take my shot. I love that, that in the barbecue world, there's so many, there's a lot of hesitation to necessarily don't say like a negative thing about so-and-so or whatever, you know, and just be afraid of things. But he's in, in this world, he is as much of a journalist as Daniel Vaughn is a barbecue journalist. And I just so appreciate that in this, you know, world, there's not that many people willing to do that. You know, we we take a stab every week at trying to report what's happening in the barbecue world. And we just, we really respect, you know, Greg for his contributions. And I would say in terms of interviews and sort of being hard hitting and being like newsy, very few people can be on, you know, that level like he is. So that's where my head is for Greg Rempe. All right. So... You vote yes, of course, and uh, and and Ryan, Ryan Cooper, give you our reasons why, Greg Rempe. Well, yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this. The one thing about Greg that makes him so deserving in my mind is that he has been at this for so long. I believe he started he started out with an internet for, uh, forum about barbecue in. 2004, 2005 timeframe. I mean, that is really before, I hate to say it, but it was kind of before barbecue was cool. Like it was before barbecue was as hugely popular as it is now. It's before Aaron Franklin came out and revolutionized the world of barbecue. Greg has been at this for so long and he's had his finger on the pulse of, of barbecue that entire time, I don't talk to Greg a lot, but whenever I do, and whenever we send messages on social media and stuff, I mean, it's just, I'm blown away by the amount of knowledge that he has. He knows everybody. He's been there. He's done that. He's talked to everybody. He's seen the trends come and go, and he's still here all this time, all these years later doing this, and doing it well at the highest level every week. 
So um, I have a, a tremendous amount of respect for Greg for that reason. And just to follow up on on what Sean was saying, I was at a few years ago, I was at the Jack Daniels Invitational and I was getting messages from Greg nonstop asking me to, hey, find out about this and ask somebody about that. I mean, it was like he he's never he doesn't really take a break from it. He's he's always kind of trying to find out the scoop on this or more information on that. And it's it's really great. Just tremendous amount of respect for him. Sean, do you think that you would be doing the publications that you do? Maybe, I mean, you might, but maybe to the, the, to the extent, do you think that what you guys do would be as big if it wasn't for the Barbecue Central show and Greg Rampey? I would say that he's developed an audience out there that we benefit from greatly right if if greg's like you know forum doesn't doesn't take off if he doesn't do this for as long as he's been doing it i think so many less people would be in tune with what's happening in barbecue and care about barbecue and so i would say we certainly wouldn't have the readership that we have we certainly probably wouldn't have the reach that we have if those people out there hadn't been kind of converted to the gospel of barbecue, right? He's, you know, just like John Marcus is another person I was kind of thinking of as an analog with the show Barbecue Pitmasters. And he's in the Barbecue Hall of Fame for putting barbecue on a pedestal or getting so many more people interested in the world of barbecue through um, television. Greg has through audio and podcasting and then through additional media as well has converted people and brought people on the barbecue train. And uh, yeah, we benefit. We all, I mean, you two benefit from it. We benefit from mm-hmm. it. And a lot of ways that anyone who does barbecue media probably has somebody who is a big fan of theirs, but is also a big fan of the barbecue central show. And Ryan, if there isn't a barbecue hall of fame, what other way is there to recognize someone? He's not a pit master. So he's not winning a competition. There really isn't any other way to recognize someone that's done what he has other than the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Yeah, there there really isn't. There's, I mean, there are some industry awards and things like that, but nothing that would recognize someone's career in barbecue media the way that the Barbecue Hall of Fame would. And more recently, the good thing is more recently, the Barbecue Hall of Fame has started to induct people from the, the media world. Meathead and uh, John Marcus, as Sean just mentioned, are a couple that come to mind. And so I think Greg Rimpy, his name is right up there with with those two in terms of the impact in the world of barbecue in, in the media landscape. Well, oh, I want to thank. Thank you both. Yeah, for Jeff. your thoughts. It was uh, definitely we we agree with you, and, and it's hoping that Greg does make it into the barbecue hall of fame. You know, he has a lot of support. So, thank you very much. Maybe this thank will push you. him over, right? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, guys. We appreciate it, and we're happy to share our thoughts. And we want to thank Ryan and Sean for joining us and giving that tribute to Mister Rempy Leonard. Yeah. Jeff. He gave you the nickname Old Coot. 
That's why I'm showing him all due respect. <laughs> and you do wear that nickname proudly. And it's <laughs> I do I do wear it proudly. And now, Jeff, the funny thing is we have on the, our next guest to give his how he first learned about the show and and uh, he who, who apparently show? Who, who show I'll show his show <laughs> uh, the barbecue central show and then our show because of the barbecue central show is your brother-in-law <laughs> you Michael... mean my sister you mean my sister didn't tell him <laughs> apparently not he had to listen to the barbecue central show to find out Michael Savino is a what you remember what they call when you call the radio station first time caller long time listener well he has been a long time listener of the barbecue central show having no idea that one day he would actually be my brother-in-law. Yeah, because he was a listener before he was your brother-in-law. Before he met my sister. (laughs) (laughs) More world, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mr. Rempe, this is for you, from Michael Savino. All right, so in our never-ending saga, as we try to get Greg Rempe into the Barbecue Hall of Fame, I almost said baseball Hall of Fame <laughs> into the barbecue Hall of Fame. We have with us Michael Savino. And for, for anyone who does not know this, Michael Savino is actually Jeff's brother-in-law. That's true. That is. Yeah. And a longtime listener of the Barbecue Central show. So, Michael, yeah. bef- first of all, we welcome you to the show. Thank you. Uh, on behalf of Yankee fans everywhere, thank you for having me on Baseball and Barbecue. <laughs> and you're very welcome. And before we get started with your feelings on uh, why Greg Rempe should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame, th- there's a story that I find I-, I think is amusing about the first time you actually found out that either we had a barbecue podcast or you were listening to the Barbecue Central show. Tell tell the story about how you discovered we had this show. Yeah, well, I should have known from better communication from my wife and her brother, Jeff, but it kind of <laughs> trickled in. And um, I tend not to listen to Greg live because 9 to 11 sometimes is past my bedtime. So I'll jump on Spotify the next day and I'll start tuning in. And all of a sudden I'm hearing Greg talking and my name came up and then Jeff's name came up. And like, I immediately I said to my wife, I go, what is all this? And of course, she gave one of those. I told you about this. No, you did. Yeah, you weren't listening. So I'm like, okay. So I thought it was really, really, really cool. And you know, one of my favorite. I, I like to cook a lot of things on the grills and smokers, but one of my absolute favorite thing to cook is a hot dog on the grill. And there's no better pairing to me than baseball and a hot dog. It's it just it's just perfect combination. So that's a, it's a really cool concept that you guys came up with. And I think you're, you're overall, you're pushing 200 shows now, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. We'll right? hit that this summer. We'll hit that yeah. this summer. Yeah. We, really- we're getting there. We're in our sixth year and it will, we'll be at, yeah, this summer, 200 shows. And you know, it's funny you speak about hot dogs and yes, it's baseball. We've had so many baseball players that love barbecue Barbecue people that love baseball and are often time co-host um, Doug Shiding actually loves baseball, loves barbecue, but will not put a hot dog 
on his barbecue. He refuses that. I I heard that episode on uh, on Greg's show, and all of a sudden he just dropped a couple of notches down for me. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> but but it has to be it has to be grilled. Otherwise, to quote the great Stephen Reichlin, you are in the tenth circle of hell if you boil a hot dog. So <laughs> right, right, <laughs> that's right. No hot water dogs for him. No, the dirty water dogs are good for the corner of the city, but not on my grill. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, Michael, you've been Greg specifically knows who you are as a listener of his show. So take us back to when you first discovered the show, your experience with it, how his show has helped your barbecue skills and your reasoning for why you think that Greg Rempe should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know, I was trying to think of how I actually first heard of Greg because I've been listening, God, it's got to be close to 15 years. In fact, if, if I recall, and I could be wrong on this fact, that when I was listening to him, I think at first it might have been only an hour. And then it, and it was, it was a podcast and no video. Uh, and it was kind of rough around the edges, but it's one of those things. It's like, and you guys are old enough to kind of get this metaphor, you know, the Monday morning sitting around the water cooler, right? You come into the work, you're talking about with, with your work friends, what you did on the weekend, or maybe you're breaking down the, the, the football game or whatever. And you're just talking about stuff. And to me, that's, that's been the attraction to me over the years, listening to the barbecue central show it's it's kind of like the the um the community gathering place for all things barbecue you know whether it's news that's happening or whether it's interesting guests that are coming on whether it's a new product to the market to me it's the one place where you can tune into and hear all of the above and you know there've been so many fun moments on it and there's so much learning you can do uh, we were talking before, we were joking about like behind me, there's a Stephen Reichlin and there's, I've got uh, Meathead and, and, and Ray Lampy. You hear all these guests and others that have come on the Myron Mixons in the world. There's so much knowledge and experience that you can't help but come away with something every single time someone's telling you what it is. And to me, that's one of the great things that Greg has done. He's created this now live platform where there is uh, immediate interaction via his social media platforms, getting to to see and uh, and to listen to uh, such a broad spectrum of people in the industry that if you have any passion for cooking, whether it's even indoor cooking, you can't help but get excited when you listen to this. And I will tell you, as a professional marketer, what Greg has done for the entire industry is worthy uh, of a Hall of Fame recognition. And I've always looked at the Barbecue Hall of Fame that there really it really should be in three categories. You know, there's the the great pit masters and cooks, right? The the folks that have been out there in the competition, the Myron Mixons of the world and such like that, the Chris Lillies 
et cetera, et cetera. You know, then there's what I call the retailers and whether it's the folks who developed um, the slow and sear or the pellet grill or whatever gizmo there is, or, you know, the restaurateurs themselves, you know, but then there's what I call the ambassadors, you know, and as a marketing person, those are the people that get, that I get most excited about, you know, people like John Marcus, why, you know, what he has done on the TV side, with the Pitmaster series year after year after year, just keep trying to generate more and more interest to be a true ambassador of the craft. And it really is a craft. Greg is now leading that charge. If think about it every week for two hours of non-scripted prepared, but non-scripted coverage of everything that's going on in barbecue. That's a pretty heavy lift. You know, and I know we jokes about, you know, uh, mediocre content with great production value, but the content itself really is in, at the very least as good as the production value and more so. So, you know, I think in the in the, the barbecue uh, hallowed grounds, when they say, OK, who's leading the charge to keep barbecue front and center? You know, I think you have to look at, at Greg and what he's done over the past, you know, 15 plus years. And say, wow, this guy really has, he's walked his talk. You know, all kidding aside, all joking, all the, the self-deprecating humor that we all like. He's really, he's really delivered. He's helped carry the mantle, so to speak. So I, you know, my votes for Greg. All right. <laughs> At the great <laughs> summation. Yeah, I agree with everything you, you said. Greg has been front and center uh, of the barbecue world. I wanted to ask you, and I've been to your home, obviously, you have a couple of cookers that you use for, for barbecue. And I want to know, do you prefer the charcoal? Do you prefer the the, uh, the, the smoking? What's your favorite method of, of cooking out there? Yeah, I have a, a New Braunfels Bandera smoker. I've had that now for over 10 years. And right before I moved from Long Island uh, to here in uh, Northeast PA, I had a welder come in and rebuild the whole piece. To, to, to I love that. That's my go-to when I when I'm smoking ribs or a um, you know a, a pork shoulder and such. My uh, favorite is my wedge, the 37 inch, and and I'll do all of the above. If I want to just create one fire and put put my chickens, put my beans, put my corn, put my vegetables. I'll put everything on there. I've got a 22 inch Weber. I do. I use that a lot for either uh, fairly small amounts of cooking, or I have a rotisserie setup and a pizza setup, and I use that for that. And then uh, my wife, actually, when we joined forces, she had a Weber Smoky Joe. And once in a while, when I'll when I want to make a couple of uh, New York strips, uh, she loves hers very rare. I like my medium rare. I'll heat that little that little Weber up, and uh, in no time, I've I've seared the hell out of it, and it's still moving when I put it on the plate. So depending upon what, what I'm cooking, it could be the smoker, it could be the big Weber, it could be the small one. The only gas I have, I bought a flat top, uh, which I have outside my kitchen, and I've used it to do a lot of uh, grilled vegetables. Mm. Um, that's that's become a, a a favorite. One of the things I do now is I take a, a big romaine heart and I'll slice it in half and I'll oil it. And because I'm Italian, it, it always gets oregano along with the salt and pepper. <laughs> and I'll and I'll actually heat up the romaine lettuce. And 
when it's warmed up, for those of you who, who, who have had escarole, it kind of has that feel to it. So I've used a flat top mostly for that. And then, um, but yeah, it's, it's most of my cooking outside is, is done on, on charcoal. And I'm still experimenting right now between hardwoods, you know, lump charcoal and briquettes. What's the best ones to use? I don't want to say some that I'm not happy with, but I know Jeff, you got me. Um, was it the B and B? B and B. If I can mention it, but not. But sure. I've, yeah, it's yeah, hard of course. To, yeah, it's hard to find where I am, but that I'm I'm really happy with the uh, the results I've had with that. It burns hot. It burns clean. So I'll be doing some more some more of that. But yeah, so that's it's a mixture of all of the above. So Michael, when the Cohen family comes to your house very rare well (laughs) but when they do and you you know that jeff is this now this big barbecue aficionado yeah Yeah. and you want to impress him you know (laughs) so what what do you what's the the impressive go-to meal for his family jeff has a standing invite to come anytime he wants as i do with a lot of my friends they always have a standing invite. They have to ask permission to bring their significant others. Because I do, <laughs> I, I, I do enjoy the the boys get together. They came for Thanksgiving, so we have a turkey. We have a lot of farms near us where we buy most of our protein and most of our pros. We have a turkey farm near us, so I, I made um, turkey for Thanksgiving. Turkey breast and thighs. I'm not really a big fan of poultry on the grill. I have to say it's one of my least favorite. Although I do like beer can chicken. It looks cool, and it's basically 15 minutes turn, 15 minutes, and and an hour. You've got this this really nicely done. I like I like beef, and I like beef as steak, and I like ribs. So those those are the two, and hot dogs. Though, but those are the two. Um, I'm not a big brisket fan. I will tell you, I've made brisket, and to me, at the end of the day, boy, I just spent 12, 16 hours sure. um, on beef. When I could have just grilled up a whole bunch of two inch thick ribeyes and we could have had a really nice, you know, dinner there. Uh, I, I do like the ribs four to five hours in the smoker. I'm a dry rib guy. I don't do a whole lot of lathering. I will put barbecue sauce on the side. If anybody wants to, you know, bury the taste, that's where I would go. If you guys come over for a weekend, I'd be making ribs. I'd be making hot dogs. I'd probably be making some sausage. I do like grilling sausage. You know, especially indirect, you put a direct, it flares up the heck. And a lot of, and a lot of vegetables. As we get older, we need more vegetables in our diet, right? So, you know, it's the asparagus. Robin will argue with me that corn's not a vegetable. Corn is a vegetable. We'll have corn and we'll have, uh, I like, I like slicing, um, red potatoes and putting those mm-hmm. in the grill. Yes. So that's what we, and then, and then this is one of those crazy moments. And I heard, I heard Meathead say it on, um, on Greg's show. I love grilling pineapple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, <laughs> and I know it was a joke about like the greatest thing on the grill. Um, right. but I do love grilling pineapple and I've, I've done it before where I've, I've grilled whole pineapple rotisserie style, but I've also sliced it. And then when I'm done with it, I'll put a little bit of like brown sugar on it and some whipped cream and serve it as a, as a higher end dessert. So that's what I would do. I would make you guys some ribs, maybe some beef, maybe some beef on crackers as a warm up. And then we would go over to some corn, some asparagus, and finish up with some grilled pineapple. Wow. And we're, a lot we're, of, we're on our way. Of, and a lot of alcohol, a, a lot of bourbon. <laughs> a lot of bourbon. Wow. 
Jeff, you got to go hungry because oh, you're coming you, with me. You will. That's that sounds incredible. <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny. I, I'm not a big uh, cooked fruit fan, but I know peaches, peaches. pineapple, bananas. Yeah, all of those very good on the grill. Well, you get you get all that caramelization, mm-hmm. the natural sugars are starting. Grilled peaches are awesome, and even if you like, sometimes I'll do is I'll take the the fruit, grill it, and then break it apart and do something else with it. So, like growing up, watching my grandfathers, they would put sometimes peaches in their red wine, but try a uh, a smoked peach in or in red wine. Really? What is it that Reichlitz says? Any anything fried, baked, broiled is always better grilled. Yes. Um, so I'll, you know, I'll do stuff like that. Same thing, grilled pineapple. I'll use toothpicks and put it on a ham and, and cook it that way. And you get that sweetness. So there's a lot of, you know, definitely go for it. I'm not, I'm not a vegan by any stretch of the imagination, but vegetables and fruits on the grill are really, really yeah. good taste to them. I will not, I will not say that pineapple is the best thing on the grill, <laughs> but it's pretty, darn, it's pretty, it's pretty darn right. good. <laughs> so, so Michael, then in wrapping up, we've learned two things. One is you support getting uh, Greg Rempe into the barbecue hall of fame as we do, which yes. is great. A great and ambassador. Two, yes. And, Two is that in your family, in your you know extended family, you are actually the barbecue person, and not Jeff. Oh yeah, oh, no, no. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, I I defer I, to Michael. I, absolutely. You know <laughs> that is what I, we I have al- learned. I always say that the best meal is the one somebody else makes for me. Uh, <laughs> okay. So you know, I have I have no problem going somewhere with you know a, a case of beer, sitting in a lounge chair. And just staying out of the way. And then, you know, because it's all about cooking to me is all about we have to eat dinner. So who's cooking? What are we making? Um, And I'm kind of a traditionalist. I don't have the pellets. And, you know, I still use the old fashioned timers um, Mm -hmm. as opposed to the app. And the technology is great. But it's really it's it's kind of coming together. You know, it's it's cracking open a, a beer and munching on some ribs or a hot dog in a bun. And just, you know, just shooting the stuff. And that's a microcosm of what Greg's show is about. It's a bunch of people coming together mm-hmm. uh, and just shooting the stuff about about the industry of barbecue, and uh, which is we, which we all love. And let's face it, we'd all rather be sitting around a campfire, you know, eating and drinking uh, over an open flame than doing anything else pretty much. Except Absolutely. watching the Yankees beat the Mets in the World Series. Oh, 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 oh. Wow. And Family that, functions must be great. <laughs> and with that, Michael, thank you very thank much. You. Give my sister a kiss and a hug for, for me. And uh, we thank thank you for coming on on Baseball and BBQ. Great. Continue success, thank you very guys. Much, I enjoyed Michael. it. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. We bye-bye. appreciate it. And thank you, Michael. You see, he had a lot to say, didn't he, Len? Yeah, he did. Well, it was his first time on. So, you know, he wasn't sure he'll ever be back. So he had to get everything in. We're very appreciative to Michael. Well, you know, he did invite us to his house. So, you know, we can do a show from from his house in Pennsylvania. Only if Greg comes with us. Sure, Greg will will be thrilled. (laughs) Michael will be thrilled for that. (laughs) And, you know, Jeff, one of the things that's great about Greg's show the Barbecue Central show is he's always coming up with new things 
He's always evolving. The show doesn't get stale. If there's anything that ever gets stale or seems to be getting stale, he changes. One of the things that he has is the embedded correspondence. And we now have two of the embedded correspondents, Rusty Monson and John Solberg, who give their opinions on why Greg Rempe should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. As we continue in our quest to get Greg Rempe the recognition that he deserves and get him into the Barbecue Hall of Fame, we are joined by one of his embedded correspondents, Rusty Monson from the Pitmaster podcast. You might recall that Rusty was a guest of ours a while back, and we are so glad that he's joined us to give his thoughts on why Greg Rempe should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. So welcome, Rusty. Welcome, Rusty. Hey, thanks for, yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I'm excited about this. He's the most deserved person, I think, left on the in the United States to be nominated into the Hall of Fame. So it's going to be really exciting. All right. So let's hope this is the year that he he actually makes it. I'm not sure how many times he's been nominated, but uh, it's about time that he deserves the recognition and gets into the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Agreed. Agreed. Totally. So, Rusty, we just asked the question. It's very basic and everyone has their, you know, has given us some wonderful thoughts. So no pressure on you, <laughs> but, but give us your reasons why Greg Rempe should be in the barbecue hall of fame. So starting out in competitions, you know, you want to learn as much as you can. You get on YouTube, you, you do all that you can, you know, in the little realm that you're in, you, you start out and you, that's all you know is YouTube. And maybe the guy that, you know, you cook next to you and you're able to uh, learn what you can from them. And then someone told me, said, hey, you want to learn some cool stuff, go check out the Barbecue Central show and go back as far as you can and look for these roundtables that he used to have about barbecue competitions. And specifically, they would take a meet. They'd have all the best guys that were doing it right then, and they would talk about these meets. And so I would go back and listen to them and, and glean some stuff off of it. And we improved greatly based on those things. And then as time went on, and so we started the podcast, and we talk to people about, hey, so this and this and this. And I cannot tell you how many people have talked to at competitions on the podcast and wherever I am talking barbecue competition specifically, who has said having those roundtables helped them so much in the barbecue world that they were able to take their game to the next level. Back when there wasn't stuff like that, you couldn't just go and get a class online like you can now. You know, classes were far and few between then. And you'd have to travel wherever if so-and-so was given one and it cost all this money. But Greg was doing it way back when and talking to all the best comp- competitors um, on the circuit and really getting some good information. I mean, I still like going back to listen to some of those. Uh, John has his his podcast that goes back and takes snippets and stuff. And I love the ones he talks about from those back then. And I think it's just been something that people... So Pitmasters on TV blew the door wide open for competition barbecue. Everyone in the dog want to become a competition barbecue cook after that. But down under, the people who really wanted to know were listening to Greg's podcast and listening and learning and wanting to get better and and growing their skill as a competition cook. 
And I, I think that's the most underrated thing in competition barbecue was that podcast, the information that was given on the podcast for free. And he's been doing it for so long. I mean, 14 years has that podcast been on. I listen to it every day, all the time. And I am learning stuff all the time. And my backyard, you know, cooking is getting better. Just listening to the podcast. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. That's a cool idea. I like that. So he's basically been this free source, indispensable source of barbecue information from the backyard cook to the competition cook to the gearhead to everything for so long. I am, it would be staggering to know how many people this podcast has influenced. And I, it would be insane. I would say, I wouldn't say it's going to be Pitmasters TV show status, but it is not far off. And on the show, as in Ben Connors, when we were putting people in the Hall of Fame on his show, I put in John Marcus because John Marcus's impact on barbecue was so great that he he is responsible, I think, for the explosion that's happened after. And I think Greg wasn't the wave, but he was the tsunami that just kept going, you know, and always been there and just has always been that information constantly, consistently, every Tuesday bringing in information, making everyone better cooks and inspiring people to compete, to cook and do it better. And very few people out there are doing that. In fact, I can count on my hands how many people are doing that. And those are people like Tuffy Stone, Myron Mixon, who are out there, you know, doing the thing and helping people and doing classes and books and stuff like that. Very few. And all those people in the Hall of Fame. Well, yeah, I think Tuffy is. I don't think Myron is yet. Yeah, Myron is, isn't he? Myron? You know, that's a, that's a Myron, good question. Oh, a good question. Yeah. yeah, we Myron. may have to we may have a show <laughs> to get him in. Huh? I think Myron is. I'm almost positive. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like there's various people out there doing that and, and teaching on a consistent level. And I, I don't think the impact is understood because it's not in your face all the time. It's not on television. It's not a fancy gold, you know, GC trophy. And it's not all those things. It's not a class that you have to pay $1,200 to go to. It's just kind of sitting there and it's like the golden goose, you know? And the rest are just too fan. They're, they're cool. Everything's great. But this is just the real deal and extremely influential. And I think he's so, and this sounds weird because everyone knows who Grant, Greg Grampy is, but I think he's super underrated still for those things. And that's my spill to get Greg Grampy into the Barbecue Hall of Fame, which I am 400% in favor of. And I appreciate what you guys are doing because <laughs> this needs to happen. I've been saying this for forever. So we'll get him in. That's usually how it goes. This is how it goes. He'll get in, he'll get nominated, and it'll take four times to get him to do that. So we'll have to do this every single year, guys. There you go. (laughs) You know, you mentioned how high quality his show is. Yeah. But to do it live, week Mm -hmm. after week, and to keep that consistency of being a live show and and the high quality of it is just it's just amazing. I mean, and do it for like you said, 14 years. I know I'm sure you guys have thought about this before, but driving down the street, I could do what Greg does. Let's do a live thing. And then you start thinking of all the details. <laughs> and nah, no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I right. couldn't do it on that level. I mean, I have, you guys have podcasts. We record them. They're not live and they're challenging to do it every single week, you know, and, and uh, the way that he does it is phenomenal and he does a great job and man, he deserves it more than I think anyone. Yeah. You know, Myron Mixon's up there, but you know, right. They have the different categories, which which is great because my you know Myron Mixon will be for something else, whereas Greg is media. There there were a few categories that you could nominate him for. One was 
media, I think journalism, there was something, but, and he fits, he fits perfectly. He's been doing this week after week after week. I mean, the, to what's have new, him, miss, Len, what, what's the new term now? Influencer. Yeah. Right. Influencer now. Yeah. He, that that's, that's exactly what he is. He it's, it's amazing to putting, putting this together. Right. And you are, uh, we, we're so grateful that you came on, but you are one piece of, you know, we, we could have on so many more people mm-hmm. oh, yeah. that, that would, you know, give their opinions. We chose, you know, we tried to pick and choose people that, you know, were close to him, but people that, that uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but, and people, people that, you know, are, are influential in barbecue and know, you know, what it's about. He just, he, 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 there's, there's no doubt. I mean, this is not my testimonial. This is yours, but absolutely agree with you. I mean, you, that just the embedded correspondence that he put together, that is so entertaining. His show never gets stale. You know, what's cool is, is coming from it, from knowing him and the show, he, you know, it doesn't matter if he has Tuffy Stone on the show or the president of the United States. If that quality of sound isn't good, that's not going to be an episode, you know, and that's, <laughs> you know, it takes dedication. I certainly do not have that kind of moxie. He does because he's very, he's, he's detail oriented when it comes to his sound and how it sounds. And it's very important. And every single person in the barbecue podcast world has had that email or text from Greg. Yo, bro. <laughs> Fix your audio. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. He took us under his wings out of the goodness of his heart. And boy, did he rip us one. But he was right. And But it wasn't just the sound. I mean, you know, we'll talk about it in, in our section of the show, but we, we couldn't agree with you more. I mean, you you have your own podcast. And initially, you weren't an embedded correspondent on the show. I, I think I heard an episode or uh, was... Did, was it Greg had you on? Yeah, I won my first GC at a really big competition, and uh, he had, and I took fourth in a state competition that same day or same night, and uh, so we won big. And then he, I, I had talked to him before on the for the podcast, and he wanted to have me on and talk about that whole experience. So that was my first time on, yeah. and then I think we did one of the, for the pitmasters, me and Anthony. And then he just emailed me and said, "I want to be an inboard if I wanted to be in a better correspondent." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> go i'm down for that and then he made me sing and i'm like damn i should have thought <laughs> oh yeah well rusty we uh, we're so appreciative that you came on your show is great the pitmaster podcast uh i am a fan of it i listen to it all the time i think what's great is also and greg you know greg's on another level but he will help any podcast that is willing to listen to him I've heard him say sometimes that he's tried to help a podcast and they just don't want the help or whatever. And that's a shame. That's a real shame. But but I know that he's always willing to help out. Your show is fantastic. I encourage everyone to listen to us and then go listen to the Pitmaster podcast. <laughs> hey, there you go. I like your show too, guys. I like guys are getting a lot of good people on it. And it's really cool to listen to. I, I admittedly don't understand baseball whatsoever, but I love the barbecue segments. So. They're fantastic. And sometimes I'm driving, I listen to the baseball ones too. And I think, huh, all right, I should watch baseball. That sounds pretty cool. So, <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah, thank my, you. 
my my latest thing is I say, you know, the hosts, eh, we're okay, but the guests are exceptional. Yeah, I think it's, it's all coming together. You guys are doing great. Thank you, Rusty. Thank we you, really Rusty. appreciate it. Yes, thank you. We have the pleasure of having one of Greg Rampey's embedded correspondence with us. Never ending. Try to get Doug, uh, Doug, to get Greg <laughs> into the barbecue central. Boy, am I really, boy, I'm not getting into this barbecue hall of fame. I'll tell you that we want to get Greg into the barbecue hall of fame. I think you guys all know that he deserves to be there. And I think that there is nobody better than this gentleman to give his opinions on why Greg Rempe should be in the barbecue hall of fame. So John Solberg, thank you for joining us. Thank you for giving your uh, opinions and, the stage is yours. Please tell us why you think uh, Greg should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. That's a tough question. It's like, my, I'm going to counter with, why should Greg Rempe not be in the Hall of Fame? It's like, <laughs> if he, it's like why should he not be? It's like, and if you're going to let me pontificate, here I go. It's like, let's look at the Barbecue Central show. Let's look at the history of modern day barbecue. The Barbecue Hall of Fame is a product of modern day barbecue and competition barbecue well greg rampy and the barbecue central show has been covering that activity since 2005 or six i'm a student of the barbecue central show and i can't even define that between five and six i think that uh, greg rampy has captured every moment of competition barbecue since those days through the heyday you know, before barbecue pitmaster shows, before John Marcus, after John Marcus, Greg Grampy has had every major competition barbecue cook on the planet on a show. He has documented it. And if you're going to, don't interrupt me and keep me rolling on, the Barbecue Central show archives will be in the Library of Congress someday as the definitive record of competition barbecue expanding to backyard manufacturers, everything. I, I mean, it's like, stop me at any time, but Greg Rampy <laughs> is the guy. I mean, it's like every manufacturer, every backyard cook, every everything, and the total documentation of the sport or pastime of competition. It's like, why is he not there? Right. And I'll tell you why, because Greg has also made a stand against being, you know, some of the maybe improprieties of the Hall of Fame. But that shouldn't matter. His opinion should not keep him from it. He is. He's like, it's like history will look back on barbecue and go, oh, let's go to the Barbecue Central show and find out what happened. So, John, you as the best moment of the Barbecue Central show podcast. You are basically the the historian on the show. You're the keeper of the flame. You know, I'm sure I could say to you, oh, so-and-so was on and or was so-and-so on, and you would know, and you would know when, and you put out there what's best, and you listen to these things over and over and over. If anyone knows better than you, I can't think of anyone, because you know all that he's done. You've had to follow that 17 years so that you could put it out there. Yes, that's true. But let's full disclosure. There's so much content from the Barbecue Central show 
that I spend many hours a week going back, researching, listening. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like you look at the hours of content. I listen to Barbecue Central shows daily. You know, every day I put them on, I listen to them. You know, they fill my commutes. Um, since I be, have become the editor of The Best Moments, I don't listen to any other podcasts. I don't listen to the radio on my drives. If I'm going in, I'm trying to find content. It is so deep. It is so rich. It's like you really have got to look for things and not miss the gold nuggets that are in there. There's a lot of kind of, Greg's been producing two hours a week and in some years, three hours a week of content for, you know, since 2006. So you got to go find this stuff. So it's, it's like the history of the barbecue industry in modern times has been captured by the show. That's why I can't figure out why, why is Greg not in the barbecue hall of fame? Because he has been outspoken against some of what he feels are improprieties with the hall of fame. You know, it's like, you know, it's like at some point, if you want to learn about barbecue in our modern times, the barbecue central show is the uh, encyclopedia of that activity. And it's very impressive that he's been doing it for so long live and it's such a high, high quality show. It's just, you know, if something goes wrong, it doesn't phase him because he's just such a professional at it. That's true. But if you if you're a student of listening a long time ago, he used to get a little flustered back in the day, <laughs> but he's learned how to deal with it. You know, and he evolved with podcasting and he evolved with, you know, home studio recording. And, you know, recently a show was released of uh, one of his first shows, which was 2006, uh, like a teleconference type situation, recording on phone calls and He's embarrassed by that show. And I almost felt like he said, don't put, he didn't say it. He, he, Greg lets me run the best moments. He does not influence what I do. I'm gracious for that. But it was almost like, man, that show's terrible. That show's terrible. I go, that was the first podcast ever. It wasn't even called the Barbecue Central Show because it's terrible audio quality. I go like, dude, it's 2006. You're talking on a phone <laughs> to some service that was free. I'm like, I think you have no idea. And the content was golden. So Greg has always produced golden content with an emphasis on quality of production. And he's done this for nothing. And then he figured out how to monetize it, get some sponsors. It's like, how could you, you know, I'm honored to be a part of the brand. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. You know, you mentioned that he'll say things uh, about the the Hall of Fame, but his candor is so appreciated. I know it's been appreciated with us on our show. And I think what what's great about that is when he says something, whether you agree with it or not, He's he's not saying it because you think they you want to hear it. He's saying it because it's true. And because of his experience, if he points out flaws or, you know, things that are not right, these are things that people are talking about. And I, I think I appreciate that. And I would hope that I I would hope that others would appreciate that as well. Yeah. And I'll again say that no one has captured our modern our life's time of barbecue and grilling and backdoor you know he is mm-hmm. it's captured nowhere every brand is capturing their stuff for their own benefit 
you know, KCBS, Godwell, and they're doing their thing. All these brands. Greg has encompassed all that for all of our benefit. He's captured it. And historians that study barbecue will look upon those archives as it's captured. No one else has captured it. If nothing else, Greg needs to be in the Hall of Fame because he has documented this path of modern-day barbecue from 2006 till today. And he's never quit. He's never stopped. He's. It's like... Who else did that? Who else is doing that? No one. It's like no one on the planet has done it. And I know I have bias, but it's because it's true. It's like this cat works every day to put out a show to get stuff about barbecue and grilling and live fire cooking. No one up no one on the planet has done that. John Marcus done a has done a great job bringing us all together as barbecue and grillers. Greg has superseded anything John Marcus has ever done. And history will show that. He's kept us together. John Marcus brought us together. Greg has kept us together, keeps us going, gives us a place that we can go to. And John, you are part of that. And who knows, maybe one day you will also be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. But, you know, that's... <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm going to pinch myself when I'm even part of the brand of the Barbecue Central show. Then please understand, I'm not trying to disparage John Marcus. But don't forget, my grandpa started, you know, in 2006-ish, and it took a whole long time before John Marcus got there. So, But I will say it's kind of intriguing if the Barbecue Central show winds up in the Library of Congress, which I honestly believe it will someday. That means I'll be there, too. <laughs> yes, you will. Yes. And I was on the show and Jeff was on the show. So who knows? We may be, we may be in there too. Yeah. Right. Hey, we're all headed for mortality. <laughs> exactly right. Immortality. Uh, you know, John, thank you. Hopefully the, the people that vote make the decision, they will hear this and they will realize how much Greg means to the world of barbecue and to his listeners and put him in. So we thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And in parting, if I quickly say all the stuff that I do in my content creation in barbecue and grilling, I owe to uh, the Barbecue Central show and Greg. So thank you for having me. And thank you, Rusty. Thank you, John. I think they like um, I think they like, like Greg a lot. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. They oh, either that or or the check clears every month. But yes, <laughs> I think they do, too. You know what, Jeff? There's another expression. It takes one to know one. And when it comes to the Barbecue Hall of Fame, somebody who is in it probably knows what it takes to be there. And that's Meathead. And Meathead was on with us with Doug, who Doug Shiding, Doug Rogue Cooker Shiding, who is also one of the embedded correspondents. As a matter of fact, He's the longest-running embedded correspondent on the Barbecue Central show. And he's also the longest-running guest host of the Baseball and Barbecue podcast. Yes, he is. He <laughs> absolutely... <laughs> Can't argue with that. You know, we, and... should, we should do something like that, too. You know, just, let's just steal that from, from Greg Rempe. Yeah. Right? What, isn't it uh, imitation is the best form of flattery? Right? Thievery? Look, I, I don't want to get banned. 
<laughs> no, we wouldn't want that. <laughs> so now let's have Meathead and Doug as they give their testimonials as to why Greg Rempe should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. So continuing our adventure, our attempt to uh, persuade the Barbecue Hall of Fame uh, judges, whoever's making this decision, that Greg Rempe should be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. We have a Barbecue Hall of Fame member. So as they say, it takes one to know one. Well, we have one that might know what it takes to get into the Hall of Fame. And so we, we have Meathead, who is a Barbecue Hall of Fame member. And Meathead, you give your reasons for Greg to be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Well, I mean, you asked about the, the judges, the voters. The, the members are the final voters, and I'm one of them. And uh, if we're talking about Greg Rumpy, that's what we call him <laughs> yeah, around here. Yeah, that's that's who it is. Yeah, Greg Rumpy. Um, um, I don't think he's got a chance. I mean, for crying out loud, all this guy does is go on the radio every week and prattle on uh, 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 about the way he likes to cook. Um, you know, I taught him everything he knows about barbecue. <laughs> I've been interviewed by him every month for like, 15 years now we've even sat down face to face and he asked me the dumbest questions you know and and i i, I hold his hand and i help him through and you know if that's what it takes to get in the hall of fame so be it but i, I don't think he should even be a nominee frankly <laughs> well those are powerful words i could see that will definitely sway the judges i really I think any chance he had is now gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he does he does cover a lot of topics and he has talked to everybody that matters and he has reached millions of people and he has given them useful barbecue information which he got from me. Um yeah. <laughs> exactly. and I suppose if those are the criteria that the, the the judges hold in high esteem, maybe he should be nominated. I don't know. I I I just don't see it. <laughs> well, I I'm going to rip my ballot up. Forget it. I withdraw <laughs> my. You convinced me. <laughs> All right. Seriously, Greg Rampey is one of a kind. Special. There's nobody like him. The Hall of Fame has got all kinds of competition cooks in it, restaurateurs into it, book authors, me, a website and book author. Um, there's not a broadcaster. And that's because there's only one that matters. And that's Greg Rempe. And if he doesn't make it into the Hall of Fame, I'm just going to slip my throat. That's strong. Wow. Words. That, those yeah, are... We don't want that. No, yeah, no. Put him in. That would... <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. Meathead, couldn't agree with you more. I'm not going to go to that extreme, though, okay? But I, <laughs> we obviously feel the same way. We know your relationship with him. We, we thank you so much for coming on, giving your argument why. And you know what? He'll be in with you, so you guys will be forever 
linked, you'll always be together. And I oh, know Christ, that's I take it all like. back. I take <laughs> it all back. See, you, yeah, you should give second thoughts. <laughs> we also have Doug Shiding, who, as long as he's with us, might as well, Doug, you might as well give your opinions. Why should Greg Rempe be in the Barbecue Hall of Fame? Well, I, I definitely think he should be, and uh, he's been in—he's been broadcasting for 15 years. His show has been around for 15 years, and in fact, now he's got two shows. With the second one having what 273 episodes, the best moments that John Solberg does, and which is a fantastic overview and reminder of all all the the great moments that he's had over the time. He originally started out as you know more competition oriented and and less uh, barbecue as a general industry. But now he's graduated and he talks about all things barbecue. And like what Meathead said, he's talked to almost everybody in the industry. He knows almost everybody in the industry and even the grill manufacturers, the competition cooks, the judges, etc. So it, it it's a fantastic overview of barbecue and he does the marketing for barbecue in many different ways. And I think uh, just over the years and the longevity and everything that he's done, probably the most, one of the most, let's say, comments that I remember about is when Tuffy Stone was on the show and won the Jack Daniels. And he was on the show and he said, this is like going to Disney World. It's finally starting to Stink, sink in that I won the Jack Daniels. What the, Tuffy is is one of the icons of our industry, and he said that, and that actually gave me chills when he said that. And that's how important that one of the icons of our in, industry thinks about the show. So I would definitely nominate uh, Greg, and I've done it several years in the past. I plan to go and do it again. Thank you, Meathead. Thank you, Doug. You know, it's this four of us here. We're on a Zoom and I'm looking at us and he's affected all of us. We've all had an effect from Greg, whether it's his show, whether it's him reaching out to us. And I mean, Jeff and I forget it. We'll we'll do our own little thing, at, you know, another uh, another part of the episode. But all of us have been affected by Greg and and it's just his effect is far reaching. So Meathead Doug, I hope he gets in, but you guys are are certainly give great arguments why he should get in. Meathead, I think you also give great arguments why he shouldn't get in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to see if he's going to live up to his promise to basically reject the nomination and, and election of Guy Fieri at, to the uh, to the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Will he actually go through with that? If he gets in, we have to all go. That would be that would be an amazing thing. Oh yeah, that yeah, at the American Royal, that would be fun. So yeah. we'll yes. talk about the Guy Fieri situation some other time. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Meathead Doug. Thank you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure. We thank you for joining us. Thank you. And thank you, Meathead. Thank you, Doug. Leonard. Jeff. They were fantastic. All of our guests were fantastic. They all gave great reasons. At this point, Greg's probably going, come on, give me more. 
Give me more. <laughs> Let that ego yeah. get bigger and bigger. <laughs> you think he'll fit through the door? <laughs> the last part of the nomination form asks to list your nominees, awards, accomplishments, and honors received. Now, you and I were not aware of any awards, which I, I don't know of any awards for hosts of uh, barbecue shows for that they give out. But what we did say was this. We are unaware of awards which Greg Rempe has won. But as we stated, his many years as the creator host of the Barbecue Central show is an incredible accomplishment. His support of other podcasts and the way he has helped our show, Baseball and Barbecue, are just two of the many ways Rempe is an asset to the barbecue community. He started with an online barbecue forum and then created a podcast live weekly show dedicated to live fire cooking for over 15 years. He has been doing this show in some form and providing extremely informative content, which entertains and educates thousands of people with an interest in barbecue. His dedication for all these years is very special. Thank you for considering Greg Rempe for induction into the Barbecue Hall of Fame. Very nice. Very nice. Greg, I don't know how much we could, how much more we could say as to how much we appreciate you. And obviously, there are tons more people that would have comments about you getting into the Barbecue Hall of Fame. We hope that whoever does the voting listens to this show. And they put you in because we don't want to have to do this every year. Right, Jeff? One and done. Let's do it. I mean, we got to focus on someone else getting into the Hall of Fame next year. Yeah, exactly. We have to use our power. That's right. That's that's what we we do. We use our power for good. Yes. (laughs) So, Jeff, we are brought to you by Bet Online. It is where the game starts. And on this very special episode of Baseball and Barbecue, episode 180, we're not starting. We are ending. How do we end this? With a song.
Peace.